listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Episode of what comes next, Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It is Anthony and Jacqueline, and we are back talking NXT on the WWE Network. Uh, it's weird because this is like a hangover week for NXT UK, but uh, you know we've got regular NXT to cover, so uh, mm-hmm. not much happened on Hangover NXT UK. They had uh, a Rhea Ripley uh, Piper Niven match, which was okay. Man. Rhea Ripley's just everywhere. Yeah. Um, this, Get it, sis? So this was okay. Uh, Rhea Ripley beat her hitting uh, Riptide. Uh, so that's good. Uh, that that makes some sense if she's going to show up on regular NXT and challenge the champion that she should be winning, uh, even in the UK. Uh, mm-hmm. They uh, The main event of the show was supposed to be a, a Cassius Ono-Jack Gallagher match, but Jack Gallagher was injured and couldn't uh, face Cassius Ono. So Cassius Ono wrestled Sid Scala, the, you know, Johnny Saints assistant, who does all of the talking for him. Oh, no. He, no, it's been so bad. Uh, yeah, Sid Scala's not a bad wrestler, but, you know, I, I fell asleep during this match. Apparently Cassius well, Ono won. Was um, Jack Gallagher really hurt or storyline hurt? I don't know. I think maybe hmm. legit. But I'm not positive. Okay. Oh, poor guy. Um, uh, they announced that next week Tegan Knox is going to make her NXT UK debut. Uh, I think you got to see her on the the I house did. show you went to in Tampa. I did. She was on that for sure. Uh, she's um, she's a Welsh girl. So and they're still they're going to be taping. Uh, they taped all the new episodes of TV in Wales. So. Uh, that's like a big homecoming for her. I think she's going to be regular NXT though. I don't think she's going to be NXT UK. UK. Um, and also next week, grizzled young veterans, uh, getting their rematch against, uh, Mark Andrews and flash Morgan Webster for the tag titles. Oh, that'll be a fun match. That will be a fun match. Maybe Uh, I'll even watch that one. Hey, um, (laughs) I mean, it's not easy to catch all of it. Everybody. And it's going to be even no. tougher when you've got to when you've got to do two hours. Yeah, let's cross that bridge. Oh my god, is that next week? No, uh, there is still uh, September eighteenth. Yeah, that's next week. Is it? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of like next week is in like the next episode, which is oh, uh, not our next episode. No. Yeah, but but as we record this, it is next week. Yes, it is a week from tomorrow yes as we record this. we record on tuesdays Woo! yes now everybody knows uh the, the secret is out um nxt proper episode 523 
Uh, let me see what happened here. Uh, Breezango! Op- opened right away with Breezango, Tyler Breeze and Fandango. They have new theme music. It's okay, I guess. I dug it. Yeah. Uh, didn't really know what their old music was, though, so nothing to compare it to. They took on the team of Chase Parker and Matt Martell. Uh, mm-hmm. These guys were on the Independence. They were uh, called 3.0, and they were uh, a Canadian team. They've been around for a uh, hundred years. Uh, they mostly do comedy stuff. They've they they've done some things in NXT before, mostly as an enhancement team, uh, mm-hmm. and they are now officially signed to NXT. But they essentially served in the same role here. They came out here and they had an okay match with Breezango. Uh, Nothing stood out about Chase Parker and Matt Martell to me in this match. Uh, And Breezango sort of just took them apart. They hit their double team uh, slingshot elbow drop thingy and uh, Breezango won. But nothing really to write. It's called the Fashion Faux Pas. Oh, is that the name of it? That's a good name. Yeah. Is it? Is, yes, which means fashion mistake for my those who don't speak French. No, for those uncultured yeah. listeners of ours. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> so, any any thoughts on this uh, this relatively short match? Yeah. So, so to me, I thought it was just going to be like them coming out and just like Breezango just pounding the other guys, but it really wasn't. They got a little bit, yeah. They got there was a little back and forth, and I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm not a fan of just like the traditional squash match. Yeah, and I so doubt you'll be I like seeing. The... I doubt you'll be seeing that? many of those going forward either. Oh yeah, definitely not. But um, I definitely thought that this was um, this was good, and they, there was a good back and forth. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not a wow, but good platform. Mm-hmm. I went two and a quarter. Okay, I went two and three quarters. Okay. Uh, grapple 1.9 from the Oh, wow. There. I was very generous. You were a little more, you were I, a little more generous. Yes. Yeah. I like took notes. So I like did it in real time as I was watching it. So, um, that's how I felt at the time. Uh, I probably I'm, should take notes in real time. Usually I'll watch yeah. it <laughs> and then grapple doesn't put them up right away. Um, mm. usually it's like the next day they put the matches up. So then I've got to think yeah. back, but I'm not writing them down in the moment. Although it's possible, yeah, no, I, started... I think in the moment, I'm a lower scorer. Oh, I'm a higher scorer in the moment. So, um, I also wrote here that um, I'm liking Fandango and Breeze more as the weeks go on. Yeah, they're a good team. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. Uh, Keith Lee and Jordan Miles were arriving to the building uh, when Kathy Kelly stops them and asks about Jordan Miles, uh, his match tonight. Uh, Miles admits that he's a, he's a little nervous, and Keith Lee's like, "Come on, man, you don't have anything to be nervous about. Like, you haven't you've been here for hardly a minute, and look what you've accomplished already. You should have all the confidence in the world." And now Keith Lee's gonna kill you. It feels like they are kind of hinting <laughs> at that, right? Yeah, like a little bit, like because Keith Lee's like a little bitter, but I don't know. Mel, maybe Jordan Miles would be a good like back and forth for him but i don't know i want to see him like i just want to see him just go up against someone similar dijakovic you know who probably would be a good um rival for him now would be shane thorne since Mm. they're both kind of angry about the same things yes 
I feel like their anger is just going to come to a head and they're just going to like wail on each other. <laughs> they tried to announce a match when they had to cut away because Io Shirai had ambushed Candice LeRae outside uh, and was beating her up. Uh, so the Io Shirai Candice thing continues. Telling you, we're going to see this in War Games. I mean, mate. I mean, right? Like, I th- I, it has to be a women's War Games. I still agree with you because I just the only team they can do in War Games is Undisputed Era, and they've already done them for two. Like, yeah, maybe switch if, it up. Yeah, so I think if Io joins the Horsewoman, you get Candice, Rhea, Mia, and then we'll find a fourth one. Mm-hmm. We will. Cameron Grimes cut a promo. This was weird. Poor guy. Uh, he did have one hilarious line, I think, when he said all he wanted when he came in was to shoot straight to the top. That's all. He wasn't asking much. Yeah, he, he just wanted just to come in and one. immediately be a top star. <laughs> I mean, it was, doesn't everyone? I Sure. I mean, he he repeated himself a bunch of times. And then he put on this really weird vest and hat combination and then I walked away. I remember that. <laughs> I don't know what this was. I don't know why they're trying to make him a thing. I don't know what it was. Uh, <laughs> Velveteen Dream against Kona Reeves in a non-title match. Thank uh, goodness. See, I didn't think that these guys worked all that well together. I yeah. thought it was a looked a little rough at times, uh, with and I I'm not really sure. I th- it's probably more on Kona Reeves than it is on Velveteen Dream at this point, but it it wasn't it wasn't the best outing for either of these two gentlemen. Uh, yes, I agreed with that. Velveteen hit him with the Dream Valley Driver, which is not his usual finishing move. That's usually a setup move, uh, but mm-hmm. he hit Kona Reeves with it and pinned him here. Yes. Uh, what did what did you think of it? I did write that um, they had a good back and forth, but it wasn't as athletic as I've ever seen either of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, like a good showing. Um, I did give it a three, but um, as I spoke about before we got on air, um, I saw Reeves live this past week at a house show and with Matt Riddle, and it was just it was a fantastic match. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I feel like I see him live every time I yes. go to a show. He's stalking. Um, you. Kind of, yeah. Um, but I feel like at the the house shows, and this is so different. Like, I just feel like he he feeds off of a different energy, and he's soup. He's like at the top of his game. Um, so maybe once they go to live shows, it'll actually help him. Okay, you're saying he's yeah. he feels maybe a little more comfortable. Uh, on yeah, the house shows. Like with, yeah, I think he definitely does. Maybe like it's a little more. It's a smaller. It's a little more intimate. I think he's mm-hmm. definitely like that's his thing. I was a, a full point behind you here. I gave it two. Okay. And Grapple gave it a 1.94. So okay. I was even above Grapple a teeny bit. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to say I'm probably super generous on this episode. I don't know why. Maybe I just had a good night and like I really just enjoyed watching wrestling. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> hey, hey, it happens. Uh, look, yeah, yeah. There, look I, there is nothing worse than... Uh, me going on the internet for the first time to look at Game of Thrones reactions because, like, when I started not really enjoying the final <laughs> season, I went online yeah. only to find out, Jacqueline, that apparently the show had been bad for years. <laughs> I thought it was only bad in the last season, 
And oh. I'm like, oh, people were people were telling me left and right, like, oh, this show's been awful since season five. I'm like, I've loved like every episode of this show. Yeah. Oh man. So every now and again, no. you find out <laughs> you like something that everyone internet. else hated. Um, <laughs> That's fine. After this match, Velveteen Dream heard a voice. It was the voice of <laughs> Roderick Strong. He was on the video screen, Jacqueline. Uh, yeah. And uh, he talked about Dream telling him to grab the spotlight. And that he was going to do that. And you know what he did to send Dream a message? He burned Velveteen Dream's couch. did something not cool. He set it ablaze. And you know what? Uh, Velveteen Dream had, I thought, the perfect look on his face. This could have been awful if he was, like, really mad. Like, seething Mm -hmm. with rage that his couch had been burned. Like, that would have been dumb. But he, he had this kind of sad. Yeah, he had this look on his face like, I mean, I can buy another couch, but I like that couch. You know, yeah. Like, that was my couch. Like, yeah, like, what the it. hell are you doing, man? Yeah, like, it can be replaced. <laughs> uh, not exactly the strongest message from, from Roderick, uh, pun intended, no. but uh, it was and okay. I definitely think Roderick needs more work on his um, promos. Mm-hmm. He's just not there yet for me. I think all the other members of Undisputed Era are much stronger on the mic. Yeah. While I think his wrestling is better than some of the other members, his his mic skills are not... He's not awful. He's not awful. He's not the worst. But I think to to run with that crowd... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he's got steep competition within his own group. Uh, He does. Second best match on the show, I thought. Uh, Bianca, I thought this one was first best. Bianca Belair and Tainara Conti. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they had a pretty good match. Tainara has improved a lot over the I years. I that too. She, this is probably the best I've seen her in a long time. She she looks good. Bianca continues to uh, to improve, and she also looks good. She's doing uh, more athletic uh, moves mm-hmm. and transitions in the matches now. Um, yes. there's only one... She's still just so strong, sorry. There's only... Oh, no, 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 by all means. Uh, and there's only one, uh, one complaint that I want to parrot from, uh, I heard a, a criticism that I agree with, and I would just like to reiterate it here. Um, while I don't have a problem with Tainara, I think she's okay. I do think it's pretty WWE-like to have her come out with, a. A black, black belt. belt, and they're like, she's a judoka, she's like, she's got a black belt in judo, she does one judo move in this match, but that's it. Like, the rest of it is, she's everybody else. She doesn't stand yes. out from anyone else. Like, if she's a black belt in judo, she should be out there, like, judoing people. Like, her offense should be judo-based. She should be doing throws and submissions and, and things like that, but she does the standard, all of the standard stuff. Um... Maybe she, maybe part of the reason why she hasn't really launched yet is because she doesn't know how to use the judo in a wrestling capacity. Maybe right. Maybe she just hasn't figured out how to how to make it work. But for now, she sort of just feels like she's in the middle of the yeah, pack with yeah. a bunch of people. She doesn't really stand out. Uh, but mm-hmm. I guess that's okay that Bianca then beat her. She hit her with a KOD uh, yeah. and won the match. So uh, a good win. Uh, for Bianca to to kind of keep her warm, uh, she's mm-hmm. don't want her to get too cooled off. So that's good. No. I, oh, I, go ahead. Maybe she'll be the fourth. Sorry, 
Oh, in the in the War Games match? Yeah. You're just going to will this into existence. I am. This has got to happen, guys. Like, come on. A women's War Games? It could be good. We all want it. Got Io Shirai, like, jumping off a cage? Yeah, got Bianca just picking up a bunch of people and throwing them? Come on. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, it would be. So what did you think of uh, Bianca and Tainara? I like this match. I thought that they were both uh, both better than we've seen them recently. Mm-hmm. Um, especially Tainara. And I think Bianca just continues to strongest woman alive. Um, not really, but um, I give it a three and a quarter, believe it or not. So. Okay. Again, I was really enjoying this episode. Yeah, you were higher on it than than I was. I, well, I mean, I went two and a half. I went two and a half, so that's like okay. the second best score I gave. Uh, and by the way, that's Grapple as well. They went two and a half uh, as well. On the dot. That's rare to oh, see. An, wow. Weird to see an on the dot score. Um, yeah. Main event. Uh, wait, was there anything after that? Or do they go right to the main event? Uh, they uh, announced... Just Shayna Baszler and Rhea Ripley next week. Yeah, they announced uh, Shayna and Rhea, and they announced that Johnny Gargano is returning to address his future. Yes. Um, (laughs) Also, William Regal announced a match for the first live NXT show, uh, which is Mia Yim, Bianca Belair, and Io Shirai in a triple threat match to determine the next challenger for Shayna Baszler, although that's weird because Rhea Ripley... Seemed like she was going to be the next challenger. And she is having a match with Shayna, but it's not for the title. So I'm not sure what they're doing here. Uh, Neither do I. I think they just need to announce something for Rhea. Yeah. Uh, And i got to say, you know what I'm happy about? That hmm. Cassius Ono has not been announced to be on the live show. (laughs) No. He's still in the UK. Thank God. I feel like he's just everywhere when new things happen. Uh, Adam Cole defending the NXT Championship in the main event against Jordan Miles. Uh... I thought this was a pretty good match. Uh, yes. Good back and forth. The crowd was not super into this, and they didn't think Jordan Miles had a remote chance of winning this match. They never really yeah. got into any of his comebacks uh, or any of that stuff. The crowd seemed fairly lukewarm for this match, but they were trying really hard. Uh, they were. Uh, they are trying to get them into it. Uh, I'm, I know this is probably not the best match they could have, but that's not really what they were going for here. I think the... The story of this match was sort of like, you know, Jordan Miles is a new guy and he won this tournament to get a shot at the title, but he is not at Adam Cole's level yet. And that was, I think, the story of this match because it was mostly Adam Cole proving it. Like he just beat Jordan Miles to and fro uh, and Miles got a bit of a comeback, but then Adam Cole gave him a couple of super kicks, gave him the last shot and pinned him. I thought it was a, a pretty good main event. It was a pretty good main event. Uh, any other thoughts? No. Um, I, th- I It almost went a little too long again for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought, like, we all knew where this was going, like... Just get there? I don't know. <laughs> there was no suspense? No suspense for you in that one? There really wasn't, which I feel yeah. bad about, because Jordan Miles, I think, is a good... I think he's good. I think he's very athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... I mean, come on. I before a before the show is going live, like you just know it's not gonna change hands at this point. So yeah. I don't know. I almost think they should have waited to put this on the live show. Oh, this match in particular. I mean maybe. 
I think this would have, I don't know, I just think it would have been, I mean, granted, it would have been a bigger platform, but yeah. I don't know. I think it, I don't think this was the right venue. Yeah. I disagreed. Um, so what did you give the main event? A three. Okay. Um, so this is the first time that I'm above you. I went three and a quarter. I mean, we're not, I'm not way above you, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Grapple gave it a 3.37 on, uh, on average. Oh, so they're higher than both of us. Yeah. Hmm. All right, Grapple users. I mean, you know, a wrong opinion, but it's your opinion. Yeah. Uh, we all did not agree. <laughs> uh, before we talk about the all of the wacky news surrounding um and some of it is just some basic news but some of it's some wackiness it'll be really interesting to see uh how this all pans out uh in the coming weeks but uh before we do that let's thank the good people over at think geek for sponsoring the show cinemageekly.com slash think geek uh go pick yourself up some geeky collectibles and apparel that is cinemageekly.com slash think geek or click the supporters link in the show notes for this episode okay uh kooky news uh uh-oh. I got, well, I'm bracing myself. Okay, well, first things first. Uh, I want to point out that uh, all of the shows that they have put tickets on sale for so far for NXT have all sold out, but I don't imagine that's quite a, a big feat. I think Full sale only seats maybe like 400 people. So it's not a mm-hmm. it's not a big venue, so I, I would expect it to sell out. Uh, they've confirmed that they're going to keep doing the show there. Uh, so there does not appear to be any, uh, there does not appear to be any sort of notion of making it a touring third brand like Raw or SmackDown, okay. which okay. Okay. I feel is going to be okay for the time being, but don't, don't say it. Don't speak it into existence. Well, no, I mean, I'm just, I've seen other promotions run one building over and over again for a long time and a burnout eventually happens. Uh, I mean, we, we see it, we see it, we see mini burnouts every couple of weeks from the tapings because they've taped so much that the crowd's just exhausted and tired. Mm-hmm. Um, but doing a live show every week in front of the same fans every single week, eventually that can create like a, a burnout where they just become disinterested. They've seen it all and it's not exciting or new or different to them anymore. Uh, I've seen that happen, so I don't know if that's going to happen to Full Sail, but I don't know. They've been running Full Sail for a long time, so yeah. we shall see how that all uh, we shall see how that all plays out. Couple of programming notes that are weird. Uh, mm-hmm. This was rushed. This whole deal to put them on USA two hours live on Wednesdays mm-hmm. was rushed. Uh, so rushed, in fact, Jacqueline, that the first two weeks of NXT. Uh, the two weeks that are going unopposed before AEW show starts in October. Yes. Uh, the scheduling of these two shows are super weird. You see, because this was so rushed to air that at some point somebody forgot to note that the long-running USA Network show Suits was airing its final two episodes. And <laughs> the final two episodes are on the 18th and the 24th, whatever the next two Wednesdays are. Of course. And Suits is on from 9 to 10. And NXT (laughs) is supposed to be on from 8 to 10. 8 to 10. So (laughs) here's how NXT is going to work for the next two weeks. Uh, 7 to 9. Nope. (laughs) 
they're going they're going to go eight to nine live on the USA Network, and then nine to ten live on the WWE Network. That's dumb. That's real dumb. They're gonna lose viewers that way. I don't like, know what we... they're. I don't know what they're doing, and I don't know how the replay is gonna work. Like, I don't know if both hours are gonna be available on Thursday uh, hmm. for uh, for you to watch and catch up on. I have no idea. Uh, okay. But that's just that's real goofy and weird uh, that, that they've got to do that. But it's an indication of how quickly slapped together that whole deal was. Uh, wow. That they did not account for those things, and now they have to do this really weird airing of the show. It's uh, insane. I don't know why they just don't do a one-hour episode, and then they're like, we moved to two hours October 2nd. But whatever. Yeah. This is how they're going to do it, I guess, and... Who am I to tell them any different? They're they're the billion dollar company or whatever. So, uh, yeah, but it doesn't mean they always know better. Is real dumb. <laughs> it's real dumb. So, there's one other thing that's happening, and I don't know how this is really going to affect anything going forward. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't imagine it'll affect anything particularly, but I do find it interesting. So. Uh, news came out that uh, for the Royal Rumble in January that there's not going to be an NXT TakeOver show on the Saturday before what? the Royal Rumble. Right. Flip a table. They said that they're going to... That is an excellent reaction. Uh, they're going to instead do the Worlds Collide show that they were filming at Access. They're going to do that oh, no. in what place of the I? TakeOver. So... And WWE has confirmed that, yes, there's not going to be an NXT TakeOver. The word is that they're shuffling the schedules for TakeOvers. And Wait, is there not going to be one WrestleMania weekend? I have a lot of problems with that. I don't don't think there is going to be. I mean, maybe they will. Maybe (sighs) WrestleMania weekend is too big. That they won't no, because that's in it. my town this year. They I know. Can't, they can't skip it. Okay, I'm Googling as you're talking. Well, here's the thing. Uh, they said that they're going to be reshuffling the NXT TakeOver uh, schedule. And I don't know, Jacqueline, call me crazy, but I have a, a sneaking suspicion that the NXT TakeOvers going forward starting next year will suspiciously end up on the same exact Saturdays as the AEW pay-per-views. Uh, Probably. Call me crazy, but I have a feeling that's where they're going to pop up. I think that's going to be interesting for NXT because they have... Just stop. They have been using, with the exception of TakeOver 25, which was not piggybacking off of any other event, they have been Mm -hmm. piggybacking off of the other big pay-per-views Uh, to help uh, bring in fans for the takeovers. So I am curious to see if they can sell out, like, the big arena buildings for takeovers when it's not attached to a Royal Rumble or a SummerSlam. I would imagine that they'd still make it part of WrestleMania weekend because that's such a big weekend. It is. Like, I would imagine you'd attach it to that, and you'd want the NXT guys there. I would imagine it's still there, but I don't know for sure. Uh, also, uh, we told you about the the triple threat match, uh, the women's triple threat match that's going to be on the first live 
episode. They've also announced two other matches for the first live episode. Oh, tell uh, me more. Matt Riddle and Killian Dane in a street fight, or like a False Count Anywhere match or something, I think. Okay. And uh, they're going to also do the Roderick Strong Velveteen Dream North American Championship match on the that first That could be live. a good match. They have to do a title match. Yes. <clears throat> That's a good one to do. I feel like they're going to do a couple of good shows, but I think they are going to build to like some humongoid show for October 2nd to try to oh, yeah, combat the sure. AEW show. Is that when Ciampa's coming back? I don't know. I know he's I know he's better. Mm-hmm. But I, I haven't heard any cleared. Yeah, I haven't heard any anything about him being cleared or like what the timetable would be, but he would be welcome back. I bet he's going to make an appearance at the very least. Mhm. I think and I think all of this going live on USA thing too is like a huge we'll see how really important it is to combat AEW because I mean it's been important enough to take NXT from the network and put it onto television. Uh it's I th- I think it's so stupid that mm-hmm. they did this though. I th- I mean I think it's even dumber that they're putting the replay on the next day. Cuz that makes it easy for me. I'll watch AEW on TNT. And then yeah. I'll, the next day I'll just go watch NXT. <laughs> not, a, not hard. Don't tell, don't tell them that, though, because I still need to be able to watch it. <laughs> yes. Um, I. But what I'm more interested in, because they are, uh, with the move to Fox for SmackDown, they said they're going to be doing a new draft. So. Mm, no. I'm like, <sighs> NXT needs all the help it can get, but not in, like, the you know, not great main roster guys. Like they need, you know, give them back like Ricochet and Alistair Black and War Raiders. Like give those guys back to NXT. Yes, uh, please. That's what NXT needs, but you know, we'll see. It doesn't even need it because they have so many goddamn people too. But that being said, if you're not doing anything with those guys, they'll be welcome back to NXT mm-hmm. with open arms. So, yeah, I mean, I'll, Might as well. I'm curious to see what they're going to do. I don't know if they're going to bring in more like NXT guys who aren't on TV uh, or if they're going to, or if they feel like they need to bring in more main roster guys to get eyes on the show. I, I I don't know. There's a bunch of predictions going around for the viewership numbers of what people think these shows are going to do. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how, I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but I'm preparing for the worst. This is going to go down in a, in a, you know, it's going to be like a, Flaming garbage can here. Well, get your get your Kevlar and uh, we, we yep. got to go to war. It's Wednesday night wars, Jacqueline, and I'm in the middle of it here. I'm. This I'm, is so. Oh my god, I don't understand why people can't. You can't coexist. I'm torn between two podcasts here, so I'm on. I'm, I'm yeah. rooting for both sides, but. Uh, but just like like it's like having TNT and USA, they're competing networks, but you need both. Sure. I don't know. Just let them happen. Let them coexist. I mean, that's what I wanted to happen, but, you know, Vince McMahon can't let that happen. Uh, I I don't even know why. It's not even like these shows are going up against his other shows. I honestly think he needs, like, anger management. (laughs) He needs a lot of, he needs a lot of help. That's for sure. Yeah, he really does. He needs some therapy. Let's get that man a counselor. Yes. I think we've got our goal for next week. Uh, Well, I mean, we'll watch watch NXT as well, but... (laughs) Uh, yeah, we'll, licensed therapist as well. We'll find Vince some help. Uh, <laughs> all right, so that's the show for this week. 
Uh, head on over to cinemageekly.com to uh, check out the archives of the show. And, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, just search for What Comes NXT. Hit subscribe, and uh, that way you can come back next time. Hear us talk about uh, the next episode of NXT on the WWE Network featuring Shayna Baszler and Rhea Ripley. Oh, yeah.